So, just, you know, so it, let's do, do you mind doing a little after show today? Cause I've got something I want to talk about. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So we don't do after shows very often, but, uh, but you know, there's certain uh, listeners that we have that don't like wrestling talk. So this would be a great place for us to talk about wrestling in the after show. So I'm trying to remember exactly what it was that I wanted to talk about, but um, I have this last week had to really think through like what I want to care about when it comes to wrestling, because I have gotten myself in a place right now where I am consuming so much wrestling that I'm starting to see other things that I'm not getting done that I need to be getting done. (laughs) So is this a self-imposed intervention, Mitch? Oh, this is a self-imposed intervention for sure. Okay. Um, because I was watched, I'm, I'm, I'm currently, and I'm going to hold on to watching Raw and SmackDown. I'm interested to know how you feel about NXT 2.0 after, after uh, a few weeks of it, but I'll get back to that here. Um, so NXT, I'm really on the fence whether or not I'm going to continue watching it because I really feel like they're just doing a whole upheaval thing right now. And I'm really just kind of on the fence with it. I really was liking what they were doing before, but anyway, and then AEW like really got me hooked because CM Punk's back, but like, this is not the CM Punk from years ago, or I just don't feel like it is, you know, well, he, he seems so happy. And that's not what he was before. Like he thrives when he's pissed off the world and he's just way too happy right now. And, and it's just, it's, it's not the CM Punk that I think we all loved in WWE years ago that was raging against the the, the corporation and was, you know, you know, cutting promos where he was talking smack about the McMahon family. And, you know, that's what made CM Punk back in the day. Well, but right, but everyone loves to hate the McMahons, and yeah. they they put themselves in that position on purpose. And AEW is not that way; like they no. they're the good guys, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? In in this thing, so for him to rage against the good guys wouldn't make any sense, right? So it's just it, he kind of falls flat for me. Um, I like what they're doing with the Malachi Black character, um, with well, well, who was Alistair Black in WWE or Tommy End back in the Indies. I like what they're doing with him to a certain degree. They're actually using him and, mm-hmm. and using his persona really well. Um, there's other things that I really like about it, but it's just too much freaking wrestling every week. Cause that's three hours just with AEW between dynamite and rampage. Um, another two hours with NXT, another two hours with SmackDown, three hours with raw. And not that I sit down and watch it for three hours. You know, there's stuff I skip through. I skip the commercials for sure, but you know, there's some matches that I'm just like, nah, I don't care about this and I'll skip through them. But, uh, but it's just getting to, to the point where like, I want to do other things. You know, I have something that I, that I may end up talking with you about at some point, but I'm not quite ready to yet. Uh, maybe off the air, uh, when we're done with the episode, I'll cool you in on it. But, um, but man, I just too much, too much. And so yeah. I'm, I'm cutting down what I'm watching. I was really actually considering not watching it anymore. Just like cold Turkey quitting. And, wow. uh, and then I thought, you know what, I'm going to dial that back. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to just prioritize the shows that I know I really enjoy. 
Um, and right now I think that they're all the, all the WWE shows are kind of in an upheaval with the, with the draft just recently and with uh, NXT 2.0. So I'm kind of waiting for things to settle a little bit, but so far I've been enjoying some of what they've been doing with that. But, um, like I just, I have to cut it. I have to prioritize. I've got to cut it down some so that I'm not spending an just insane amount of time watching wrestling and, and, you know, the curse of Oak sweaty Island's dudes in back. tights. Yeah. The curse of Oak Island's coming back. And I'm really excited about this season. What? Season of the, the curse of Oak Island on history. Oh, that would be why I've never heard of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you have a uh, YouTube TV, don't you? yeah you don't get well and even if i had the history channel i still wouldn't watch it That's i love the history channel yeah it's fun it's good no, thanks but uh but yeah there's other stuff that's coming back you know for the fall seasons and like i just don't have time wait time out the history channel has fictional tv shows on it no this isn't fictional but this is but this is a series it's, oh, it's a okay. series i was gonna runs. say that seems like a conflict of interests right there. No, they, <laughs> they record throughout the summer while they're while they're doing their doing their investigations on oak island and then as it gets into the fall they start they start showing those episodes so it, it, it ends up being usually a fall show um gotcha. because of it but yeah so and the history is history's been doing these series uh where it's the like right now it's the machines that built America, the the engineering that built the world. They're coming out with the toys that built America. Um they started with the food that built America, which was well some of that was a kind of interesting, but it's basically going through the history of these big brands and these big, you know uh engineers these these people who made these things that are just super interesting the stories behind them and uh-huh. you know i just watched one yesterday on the uh how how they they did the statue of liberty and all the like how it was financed and how like it almost didn't happen in a couple in a couple of cases and how they originally was supposed to have a wood frame instead of a metal frame and the only reason that it had a metal for it ended up with a metal frame was because the guy that did the original engineering died midway through the project and um eiffel ended up taking over the project before he built the eiffel tower he was really well known for uh bridges bridge building and stuff so uh-huh. he came on the project to build the inner structure of uh, the statue of liberty otherwise it would have been a wooden structure which basically means that it probably wouldn't be standing today because it, it would have uh either that or they would have had to do all kinds of maintenance work on it to keep it up yeah did you know the copper skin on the uh the statue of liberty is really no thicker than a penny it's crazy did not know that yeah and Have it was all because of weight that. it's all all because of weight because the the whole the they it was built to be a sculpture not a building and so they had to keep the weight light so that the structure that was inside of it could hold everything up so that that outer shell is really thin. So, yeah, it was really, see, that's the stuff that I get. I, I enjoy like learning about that stuff. It's fun. Well, cool, man. So I was going to ask you about NXT 2.0 and how you, how you were been enjoying that. I mean, I don't like 
the new arena. Like I've said before, it feels like a miniature version of SmackDown or Raw, which I yeah. think does NXT a disservice. Um, I liked that it was dark, like lit. It was like the lights were only on the ring most like especially mm-hmm. during the matches and the crowd was dark and it gave it more of that you know prime time like fight feel now it's all bright and everything you can see all 30 people in the arena at all times yeah um i always thought the old the old look felt like the underground illegal yeah. fight kind of scene like it had that gritty it had is yeah it's more gritty like all that sort of stuff now yeah. So the presentation has changed, but the in-ring competition really hasn't. Even though they brought in a bunch of new people, like I still enjoy the wrestling on NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that they they didn't compl- like while they brought in a bunch of new people, they have kept uh, the people that I really enjoyed around, like Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis and uh, MSK and the Grizzled Young Veterans and Imperium and like. Like there's legit tag team wrestling in NXT too, which is great. Uh, they get time to do good tag team matches. Um, so I, I like for the most part the mix of the new blood. Like Legato Del Fantasma still around, which is good. Um, I really like them, and they were able to bring uh, a female into that group as well. Um, so I mean, I still enjoy it. I'm still trying to get used to a lot of the new folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm glad that like the Halloween Havoc Champa didn't lose the belt, which I think everyone thought he was going to drop it to Brom Breaker, which is still uh-huh. a terrible name with two K's. Like, oh my, ugh, just awful. Yeah. Um, but dude's good, just still real young. Uh, and so I'm glad that that Champa kept the belt because that I think that's a good sign uh-huh. that they're keeping it on an old guy and Ch- like not like old and he's been around he's old <laughs> yeah. uh so that that was a good a good sign for me um that they're willing to not uh put the belt on a guy that's been around for three weeks or four weeks or whatever it's been you know because before nxt 2.0 Braun breaker was never on nxt he had never been on tv until 2.0 and he went straight to the main event and so i'm glad that they didn't put the belt on him for the like just seems more respectful to keep it on a guy like Champa for a little while longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Braun's a good, you know, he's he's, no, he's super. He is a, he's a main event. He's, he's a, he's a raw and SmackDown guy within a year, I think. Yeah. Um, And he, and you can see the Steiner in him. Yeah. That's, and they're, they haven't really been hiding that, but, uh, but they've never said it, but they've never said who his dad is. Yeah. Um, But they mentioned like, Oh, you know, He's got a dog face that so like they they yeah. slide little things in like that right. that you know old wrestling fans will get but like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know why they're hiding that Rick Steiner's his dad like it would make more sense if Scott was his dad why they wouldn't because that dude was a psycho yeah especially in like he wore like that chainmail thing and like mm-hmm. just roided out beyond him like that would make more sense but yeah you know whatever so. I'm enjoying it. I still watch that one every week and occasionally we'll check in on Ron SmackDown. Well, like the kinda... only reason Sorry, go ahead. The only reason I watched SmackDown this week is cuz I wanted to see King Xavier Woods have his little <laughs> moment. 
dude did you did you watch the the whole show though smackdown yeah i think there were three matches on the whole show yeah it was it's like they obviously they were trying to protect the wrestlers coming back from uh from uh-huh. saudi arabia because they they did not do a lot there in, wasn't a match until 40 minutes in oh right and, and, and drew was like all right enough of that bs who actually wants to watch a wrestling match it's <laughs> like oh boy i hope i hope he's allowed to say that yeah, right. <laughs> you know some of those guys they earn the right to say whatever they want you know they might they might get a look in backstage but that's about the, the length of it but um no i uh I almost text you and and said like what the heck is with SmackDown this week? It's like there's no matches. They just seem like they they started with two different promos, and then like you said, forty minutes in. Actually, you know, we were an hour in and we'd had one match so far of a two-hour show. This is a two-hour show, so I think there might have been like two matches after that or something because they I can't remember what all they did after that. But well, and they um, closed the show with Becky and Charlotte doing the most awkward title exchange thing and then yeah i'd sasha and it's just like i'm sorry that would have been way better if they would have uh i would love to see them do a a title unification between those two titles and actually have all the women like fight over the one title well that's what it used to be i feel like the the whole thing is way too diluted with titles right now. well and what what bothers me about it is you don't see the WWE champion and the universal champion swapping titles. If they switch brands, they just take the belt with them Yeah, and it changes color. Like the universal title went from red to blue when it went to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Why, why do they have to do? Why do the women have to change the belts or exchange the belts, but the men don't. Yeah. Well, and, and what's well, because it's the SmackDown women's championship, the raw women's champion. But, yeah. And uh, the universal championship is the SmackDown men's championship and the WWE championship. And I get, there's more, history behind the wwe championship and that's why but like they invented the universal championship so that raw could have a belt for the men that wasn't the u.s title yeah. you know what i mean and so it just it's the, the double standards annoying to me mm-hmm. but well and i but i feel like i feel the same way about the tag championships you know that there's just so much um it would i would like to see that some of that unification like they 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 do the uh, the women's um, tag championship that way, where there's uh-huh. one championship and both brands fight over it. Yeah, you know, but where... they do a terrible job with the women's. I mean, main yeah, roster no, sucks not... with tag teams mainly, I think, because mm-hmm. Vince hates it. But like, yeah, for for a company that doesn't push tag wrestling, why do they have two men's tag titles? Right. right. They they should really just have the one. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you want to throw another title into the mix, it gives you more options. You know, let's say say you have you unify the universal and and um let's I'll take it all the way to the top. You unify unify the universal and WWE championships, and then introduce something like what AEW is doing with like the TNT championship. You know, having you know some mid card championships. Well, that's what the Intercontinental and US title are. Right, but but they don't. I don't know. There could be more to it. You know. But I just feel like there's such a dilution in the because you can't you can't watch a pay per view now and see you know with, with with the exception of once a year see all the championships defended you know and and they it doesn't seem like as rare a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You sure. know, I think less is less is more in this case. Right. Where the number of titles is concerned. 
I mean, you have your heavyweight, you have your mid card and you have your uh, tag championships, you know, and that that should be really the limit of it. And I don't know why we need to have championships for everything, because now, you know, you know, no wrestler left behind, Mitch. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the problem, the problem that you have not right now, though, is that if there's not a championship involved in the match, it takes something away from it. You know, I think there's too well, I, many. No, I, let, let me let me finish my thought. Okay, there are there are rivalries that work really well for this. I thought the I thought the Edge and Seth rivalry was really good uh, for that. But back in the day, man, it didn't feel like you ever needed a belt in the mix to to really hype a match. You know, there to you know, and now you have all of these um matches that feel like throwaway matches because there's very little hype behind them there's very little build-up um well yeah oh i don't like you let's fight you know and it's like okay like i don't really care about this well but here's where memory is a bit selective like this is the, what i call the snl problem saturday night live mm-hmm. everyone used everyone's like oh the the will ferrell and adam sandler and that whole chris farley like oh the good old days like every skit was good. It was so a new SNL sucks. But it's like if you go back and watch the old scuff, for every really good skit, there were four that were terrible. Yeah. But you only remember the good stuff, right? And so mm-hmm. like we look back at like, you know, like late nineties, uh, you know, uh raw, like Stone Cold and Mankind and Undertaker and mm-hmm. and you know, all of that sort of stuff. And like we remember the good stuff because the good stuff was really good. Yeah. But you also had like uh chuck and billy as a tag team like and like a guy named meat like just all sorts of terrible stuff back then but we remember the good because we remember the hall of fame stuff because they're hall of famers right Mm -hmm. like kurt angle wore a tiny cowboy hat and sang uh uh what kumbaya with stone cold like funny but not good you know uh and so i i think there's just as much good stuff now but the bad stuff is so present in our minds that it's like oh god this is really a t- like this is really a bad storyline or to your point i don't like you let's fight ah that's like there's there's a lot of that but there was just as much of that back then it's mm-hmm. just was 25 years ago so we don't remember it um so i have a question for you about uh-huh. about aew have you watched any of it i i've tried multiple times i just can't they're, I hate their announcers. I hate every single one of them. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. I still can't get over the fact that there's a guy named Evil Uno who's chubby and wears a mask and runs yeah. the dark. Like, I just, I, there's so much that I can't get behind that, like, as much as I want to see Malachi Black be amazing because he mm-hmm. deserves it, like, I just, I can't deal with all of the other crap. I just can't. The one thing that they, they made it a point from the very beginning to keep track of wins and losses. Uh-huh. And I think that adds an element to those, you know, so-called throwaway matches because at the beginning of the match, you know, they, sh- they show the, they show the lower third uh, mm-hmm. with the name of the wrestler and their, their record. And, and it's, I, I almost kind of feel like that adds just that little bit of, um, Hey, does it actually match matter, still though? means something does it, it actually does, matter though Nah, probably not but but when it comes right down to it it's like you see that and you're like wow you know as somebody who like i would love to have a perfect record you know you look at 
um i want to say ruby soho was uh was wrestling and she was like i don't know she was undefeated against a girl that had like a two and eight record and it's like well the other girl's got something to fight for right now because she's got a terrible record and uh-huh. ruby's undefeated she's got something to fight for to keep that undefeated streak like they're even though it's not a main po- a main point to the match it's like the it's like almost a little bit underlying thing to say hey you know there's something to lose there's still something to lose here you know even though um we don't have a belt on the line we don't have uh you know any kind of significant rivalry here you know the uh-huh. the the win or loss still means something so I do kind of dig that part of it. The interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for the first AEW star to leave for WWE because mm-hmm. the door's been wide open the other way. Right. I'm still waiting for that first shoe to drop, and I'm interested to see who it would be. Yeah. Would it be someone who used to be in WWE who went to AEW and comes back, or is it going to be one of AEW's homegrown people that mm-hmm. WWE snipes? Like it hasn't happened yet, but no. Can I make a prediction? Sure. I I kind of wonder if it won't be Kenny Omega. You think so? I don't know, man. It's like he would be the perfect guy for for WWE to say, "Here's a boatload of money, come work for us." Because that would that would be a that would be a hard shot at AEW. Yeah, but he's come out a bunch and said he doesn't want to be a like he said he he doesn't want to be a cog in their machine. So I think the only way he comes is if he's a Roman Reigns type but top that, of the that's card. What that's what I'm saying yeah. is because he's been so against it. Like to to get him to flip would be huge. Which, by the way, my my opinion of Kenny Omega, like I'm sure he's a great wrestler, but he. And I know that's probably part of his persona with, with the other thing I hate about AEW is all the factions, but, uh, cause it's the, like you lose how you lose all the people in the crowd of, you know, I just, uh, I hate it. Keep the factions small. You know, you don't need like 10 people in the ring at a time. Um, but anyway. yeah, that was the other, I was, it was, I think it was the elite. Cause it was like Omega and the young yeah. bucks and who's the old guy that talks for them. I don't remember. I'm like, what is this 50 year old doing in the ring talking for all these people? I was so confused. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, it's just a mouthpiece really for the man. And there's just so many things about that. But I'm looking in the ring. I'm like, you've like got two, Kenny Omega. You've got. Uh, there's two or three guys we never even see wrestle. Yeah. They're Adam just Cole's like, in the hey, ring. Yeah. Like, you got guys that can talk. Why do you need this accountant out here doing it for them? Right. It's no sense yeah no they all take turns talking anyways like mm-hmm. all right, why, why are you here so so anyway my point about kenny omega is he just feels like a sleazeball like he just his his hair is greasy is like he just he looks like somebody who's been punched in the face too many times and it's like <laughs> i just i don't like his look at all aesthetics matter man and it just ugh, can't can't do it might have a show title there, by the way. Aesthetics matter. He's an interesting guy. Yeah, many many fronts. But oh, we should. I would, up, I, yeah, I would put my money though on a, an AEW homegrown that goes to WWE. Someone maybe not like Sammy Guevara, but like because I don't think he's a WWE guy. 
Oh man, Sammy uh, Guevara is so good though. But he's like so he's so dislikable as a human. Mm-hmm. Like he's a guy that looks like he should get punched in the face. Like I just look at him and I I kind of want to punch you in the face. I thought and some I of the stuff that, the that he said him. some of the stuff that he said and done and just generally how he carries himself, I'm like yeah. dude, you have a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. But his his wrestling is amazing. Like he he's very talented. He's yeah, got, and well, and that's why he's gotten pushed the way he has, right? Yeah, but like e- even despite like the whole thing about Sasha Banks and like just he said some pretty reprehensible stuff. Yeah, that I hadn't heard. So, oh, I he was on a radio show, and I'm not going to say what he said. Yeah, but it was vulgar and violent. Yeah, about Sasha Banks, <clears throat> um, and he got suspended for a while and had to go to like sensitivity training and like. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change a young kid who clearly doesn't know how to act like an adult. Right. Anyways, yeah, I, my money's on on an aid. Like someone who has yet to be in WWE will be the first one to go. Mm-hmm. But we shall yeah. see. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap. That's right. Oh, one one other thing. Um, there is we. I sent this to you the other day. But there is a pay-per-view coming to Chicago in June. Yeah, that's right. We didn't know which one it's going to be yet. Yeah, my my money is on Hell in a Cell. But yeah, if it's if it's Hell in a Cell, we're for sure going to go. Or or TLC. Either one of those would be would be a fun. Yeah. Show. But yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna have to start. I wish it was. Money. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be good. 